My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, Tano Tuesday Post Show Part 7 in the Mountains of Madness, or what was it called? It <laughs> the was... Land of Madness and Dreams. Something around that. <laughs> wow, you don't... <laughs> um, uh, dreams and Madness, because oh, okay. of the... Yeah, so I... Let's just kind of talk about um just kind of our overall summary first and then like before we dive in and don't forget to tune in tomorrow for our full um either tomorrow or thursday is when we'll do our full easter egg and full breakdown of the episode um uh, because there's a lot to talk about uh overall i enjoyed it i thought it was great i would like to point out the fact that i was completely right about the whole anakin thing because of a lot of people thought that he wasn't going to show up. And I was like, there was a whole line that that was in the trailer. Uh, so the fact uh, that that we actually got that in in this episode was fantastic. And it wasn't over the top with Anakin again. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, wow, look, look, it's Anakin. It was just, you know, here's a training video. Here's a line from the trailer that we heard that got everyone hyped up for Anakin. So, boom. Fantastic. I thought that was a quick cameo. It, it, it wasn't over the top or anything. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the episode was great. I know, I know my wife was getting very upset with Sabine um, through most of the episode just because of she was not giving Ezra his lightsaber like right away. And then when she was like, "Yeah, here you go," as it was like, "Yeah, it's not mine anymore. It's yours." How did you guys feel about that? Because oh my gosh, it's Luke. It's like things rhyme. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Hey, Josh. I, I absolutely laughed when he's like, "No, the Force is my ally," and then just gets like domed into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it makes sense with the Black Series toy release that that is Sabine's lightsaber. So. They cemented that, so that is now Sabine's lightsaber. So Mob Rules and YouTube says uh, 7 out of 10 for me. 7 out of 10, okay. I think I liked it a bit more. I like the action. I like the lightsaber stuff. I like the fact that they started with Hera's trial, and that was the thing that we were like really worried about. But it was yeah. a good trial, though. It was short, quick, and we got, uh, we got the... Akbar. You got three PO back. They would have loved. They would have loved <laughs> that they could have had like actually had Leia there. I know they would have done it if they could have. Yeah, that would have been so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so David and I were actually talking uh, uh, about this beforehand, but he thinks that the Mon uh, uh, that the Mon Cala that was uh, there, uh, like um, um, amongst the leading council up there, was not Admiral Akbar, and I was like. That's Admiral Akbar. He was wearing the same white uniform that he was in Return of the Jedi, and his color scheme of his of his actual like um of his actual skin is the same as Admiral Akbar's as well. So I was just like, that is 100 percent Admiral Akbar. There's no way that wouldn't be. 
Um, well, I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't think so. I just did. I was. I just wasn't sure. Because that that a certain that point of view. scream Akbar to me. That but, is not. That is not what you said before we started recording. You were changing your story. I. Oh, well, I, 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 that's what I meant. For this episode, it does feel like it's it's a filler episode before we get to the finale. So we're placing all the characters where they need to be before we get to this end goal. Really trying to give like the heights of we're almost to that one point so that the hype is there. We know where our characters are. We know where they stand before we get into the next episode. So for me, I don't really view this as that great of an episode based on there wasn't any. So like, in my opinion, there has to have like some good gripping things in a filler episode to make me go, oh, wow, at least this was worth it. Like, I feel like they threw in C-3PO there, and I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool, but that's at the beginning. I would have loved an emotional co- like conversation between, like, Sabine, and, like, Sabine having the whole conversation of, like, yeah, like, Kanan died, and all our friends, like, lots of our friends died, but we actually did it. We defeated the Empire, instead of just, like, hey, you know, we beat the Empire, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, all, out of everything you did, everything you've been on the run for, and all this stuff, and I, I guess you're just kind of like, eh, okay. Like, I was like, it, it was a bit of a letdown for me in that kind of sense. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I will say I enjoyed everything with Shin and Balin, but mostly Balin, because he became more m- mysterious than we already thought the character was. So I was like, okay, cool. Because of now he he has kind of left Shin aside and, and was like, hey, I'm doing my own thing. You are going down a different path than me. Join the new empire. And now it's just like, okay, interesting. What's going on? What you up to, man? And that's, then that's that's my point where it's like yeah. it's the filler, but it, you have that gripping thing of I think yeah. we've been building up for a long time what their whole thing is, and now it's just Valen, and we want to know what his whole shtick and deal is yeah so i i think we're, we're gonna get an answer next episode i would assume and i hope it's something that's blowing my mind please yeah uh, so david how about you um i was just uh saying uh do you see uh the conflict in Balin like sage west thinks he sees um Yes and no. Uh, I I really... I think he has a plan. I think that that he... He looks... I'm just trying to think of the best way to explain it. I, I think it... I think to the audience it does look like he's conflicted, but in reality I think that he knows exactly what he's going to do. And I think that is, he is going to try to assassinate Thrawn and then he won't make it. That is my suggest. I mean, that's my guess is that he will not make it through the end of the show. Well, the interesting thing was that when they got to the planet, he had, he, this has been his plan the whole time is to get, make it out there. Right. So once he's there and he's there with Shin, to go and like catch them. He basically sends Shin on her own and he is basically doing his own thing. Now this is his journey. Now he's going to complete it. 
I don't know what that means towards anything to do with uh, Thrawn. I think this is something very spiritual. And even when he like talks with Ahsoka, he's like, I'm actually glad that you're still around, basically. So I don't... I think if, if it's conflicted, it's not that he's a bad person or anything. I just think that he has to do bad things to achieve his goals. Yeah. And the other uh, observation here for this episode is Jorge... Hernandez Gonzalez on YouTube says those are real stormtroopers, no green smoke. That's the other big like takeaway. It's like those were dudes, I guess, survived on the Chimera on the way to Peridia. I was I was super scared about that because I was like, are we gonna do this whole Game of Thrones thing where they're like the if the the Night Sisters created them, we have to go and take them down, and then you see like one Night Sister go down, and then like half of them go down. I'd have been like, come on, man. <laughs> kind of like the trade federation ship yes oh yeah 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 i like the episode overall um i know josh thinks it was a bit of a filler but i i like the continuation of last episode where sabine hasn't yet told ezra that oh i really kind of sacrificed everything that you sacrificed uh to get to you to see you again so that hasn't been revealed to him. So I thought that was interesting. They didn't play that out. I thought that was one of the first things we were going to see in this episode. But yeah, Ahsoka arriving in the, in the Purgle. Um, the mines, that was cool. Then hiding in the boneyard that is the rings of Pridia. I thought that was all really cool. And, and the, 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 the tactics that Thrawn talked about is very... We, we got quintessential Thrawn in this episode using his his uh, strategies, his, his war tactics um another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then the, the lightsaber battles, I, I thought those were pretty cool, too. And a bunch of Hu Yang. I think we got a little bit of of everything. Craig just texted me, Craig5. He said 8.5 out of 10. So I think I'm around there as well. Um, yeah. I, l- I love this comment um, from Sage West. If Balin doesn't die, do you think he will end up remaining in this galaxy, uh, in this galaxy on this planet? Sometimes it seems like he wants a new beginning 
and is over the repetition. I, I think a new beginning would be great for him, but again, characters like that really don't get happy endings. Um, that's my only thing is like, is, is just first when certain characters have missions like this of where it's go big or go home. Most of the time it, they're not coming home. I would debate it only in the fact that he, whatever he is searching for, it's not necessarily like a physical thing. I, I genuinely feel like it's a spiritual thing where it's like maybe there's a different like – he's trying to search in the fact of eternal life to be able to stay alive forever. Or maybe he's just trying to – I don't think it's just like a he's trying to search for a new beginning because he's explained that he's looking for power. And I think most people have given the theory that it's like he's looking for a world between the worlds, which is like a good theory. I just don't know what it is yet. And I think once we understand, it might even be the fact that he has to give up his own life to achieve whatever he is trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still wondering what it is. It, it, to me, it, world between worlds feels like a little on the nose there. It had. It feels like it might be something else. I know when George Lucas started Star Wars, he had the kyber crystal as like a galactic holy grail type MacGuffin thing. Um, could it be something like that? Maybe. And Josh just spoke about like a holy grail type artifact or something to give him life undying abilities or, or whatever. But yeah, it's just, I'm still puzzled by it. And Rick Famuyiwa, I think is going to take us home this next episode. And I've heard people, say that this episode this next episode coming up is we're going to be talking about it for a while so maybe something groundbreaking in star wars is introduced uh, something we've never seen before a new idea possibly don't know but yeah liam is in the chat uh part of our patron group uh hey pretty good episode i thought uh jorge hernandez gonzalez has 7.7 i just felt too quick and mob rules, I agree now. Chances for Force Ghost Anakin feel low now. Yeah, we got the uh, yeah. hologram of Hayden Christensen as Anakin giving his last lesson to Ahsoka. And Ahsoka revealed that there's 20 of those cards, those projections that Anakin left for her. And then we saw the little box where they're stored, almost looked like my 8-bit Nintendo game cartridge <laughs> box. Um, and Jorge Gonzalez uh, says Shin on her own now. Uh, apparently, yeah, Balin, that was kind of surprising. Balin said, hey, you're on your own now, pretty much, and I leave you with one last lesson. And... I would have loved if he turned around and cut off her like little braid. I would have loved that. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to do it. And never that should have happened, like, oh, Josh. Man. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, well, hey, I mean, we didn't get her hair getting singed, but we got Ezra's hair getting singed in this episode. So, I mean. Yeah. And that's yeah. something I've always thought about. Like, why yeah. don't more hair get like cut by the blades? And yeah, that was because then we gotta cool. we gotta explain all the Leku not getting cut off and Ahsoka's <laughs> like little tendrils not getting cut off. I was thinking that this episode, it's like, man, she's got to come away with some type of like scar or cut or something from this next Balin fight, and then she kind of admitted it too that yeah, I I perhaps cannot defeat you. So I mean, she has to. It it felt like maybe she got like a little like cut off of her off the top of the leku there but it didn't happen 
Uh, Noah on YouTube says solid episode overall. I think if the end uh, you were to rank all, all the episodes, this will be more towards the bottom with episode two. Uh, Mob Rules thinks next episode should be an hour. Hopefully, it's on the longer side because uh, they. I feels like they still got more explaining to do and more to um, further what the kind of grand idea for the show is. Um, Facebook user says, I'm not sure I fully understand the title of tonight's episode pertaining to the relevance of the episode. So that was actually the title of the episode. Colin still remembers it. Uh, what was the title? Um, oh, man, I lost it. Uh, Madness and Dreams? Madness and Dreams, yeah. That was a line that uh, Balin had in one of the episodes talking about Pridia. This is a land of madness and dreams. So who knows how that will come into play. Uh, Liam said, lots of bits to wrap up next week. Hope it gets good. Runtime. Facebook user says, loved it. Facebook user says, 8.5 out of 10. Uh, Jorge Hernandez-Gonzalez on YouTube says, I want more Thrawn and Balin. Wish we had more episodes. Yes. I wish this was more like a 12-episode or 16-episode arc. That would be really great. Um, Facebook user is uh, evidently Craig Five or someone posing as Craig Five and says <laughs> gives it eight point five out of ten. Okay, all right. So yeah, I would I would say I, I would give it that maybe a little bit higher. I, mean, I just liked the adventure aspect of it. I mean, they still had the howlers. Yeah. We had a lot of blasters and sabers and creatures, and I, I love the fact that. Sabine's howler was in one of those pods, like hiding, yeah. like join the group, you know, <laughs> join the team. And yeah, C three PO coming up. There was like a rumor that I heard that he was going to be in the episode, and it came to pass. And he had a data card in his hand. So here's the question, though: Was it Anthony Daniels or was it Chris Bartlett in the suit? Oh, I just saw Chris Bartlett two days ago yeah. or three days ago. I could have asked him, but he would have denied all. Do you think that the ending would have been better if we had cut away and then started to have the Hera scene at the end? Um, because with where we lead the characters isn't really a big kind of like overall moment where we have to really think about it. Yeah. And we know where they are. So I'm kind of like, would it have been a better ending if we had had the Hera scene at the end? I'm going to say... No, I think the way that it started was great just because it made the audience anticipate what was going to happen even more. And I think at the end, I think I would have wanted to maybe see Balin getting ready to go do what he's planning to do. Um, I know we have an idea of what he wants to do, but maybe that's just to trick the audience. Um, but my hope... My hope is that that's going to kind of start off the episode of we see of of Balin's plan, um, because he is such a beloved character, and unfortunately the actor did pass away, so his fate is really up in the air. So I'm really curious of what they're planning to do uh, um, with this character. I know that I I think Sage. Um, one of our listeners uh, was saying, you know, that it would be kind of cool to have him kind of stay in this galaxy and kind of have him retire. Uh, but 
who who knows what will happen? Do you guys think Balin will continue? Uh, do you think he will survive the end of the show, or do you think he will meet his fate in the next episode? I I don't. Yeah, like for me, I think it, I think David was saying that it's something mind bending for this next episode, and I think it's going to be something that doesn't have him in necessarily the show anymore but has him still doing his own thing but it's some mind-bending like level of whoa that's that's an interesting take because okay. I, I like i i genuinely feel like it would be cool to have him get air quotes whatever he's looking for but have him no longer be affected by any of what happens in star wars okay Okay. Yeah, I just really don't know what's going to happen with Balin and and what he's really after. I hope I hope it's something unique and creative and different and something makes us talk for months. Cycle. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that means by going to the beginning to stop the cycle. So I I think and it's been leading up from the first episode to now. It's it's even more of a talk than as much as Thrawn has. So I'm really curious as to seeing where this goes because honestly. Like the buildup for this has been soup. Like I'm more interested in that as to where Thrawn is going right now. Because yeah. Thrawn, I can understand. I know the character. Balin is like this. Whatever he's looking for, big hype for that. Super. I hype. agree. I totally agree. But hopefully, we yeah we get those answers a uh, week from today. And this Facebook user says mention of Asajj Ventress. I yeah. mentioned Asajj Ventress in the pre-show, and look what happened. Wow. <laughs> uh who he mentioned two other people, right? And Dooku and General Grievous. Yeah. Okay. Dooku and Grievous. Okay. Uh Liam in a uh, YouTube here, it, he says uh it feels to be that a season two is needed before going to movie. That's what I feel like too. Mm, I as much as I want that, I think we'll kind of get some of these stories answered in other shows. Uh having Carson, I mean, so so here's the thing. I feel like Carson is the Phil Coulson of the whole Disney Plus show like verse, right? Because he's showing up in almost every episode that involves um, this point in, in the timeline. We didn't see him know we wanted Andor because, you know, that's happening during the Galactic Civil War. This is the New Republic era. So... Carson is like the Phil Coulson of it. And I think if we see him in Skeleton Crew, I will not be shocked. I won't be surprised. I'll be like, oh my gosh, it's Carson. I'll be like, that makes sense. Um, because I think Carson's going to be the one that's that's going to help bring everyone together in the end for like the big fight that is coming ahead. Um, and if we don't get a season two, I think Carson will help fill in the gaps in different shows that are coming out. Yeah, and I think we'll have that actor on the podcast at some point too. Oh, hopefully. Sage West on YouTube says, I love Chopper getting defensive because yeah. Chopper is on show committing war crimes. I laughed out loud when he got defensive when when Ziono said uh, uh gave like a really bad remark about droids and yeah, yeah it, Chopper spoke up and he was like, Wait a minute. Yeah, I wonder what Carson Filoni had to hold them back. Yeah. yeah, and uh and and Carson kinda had to hold them back and was like, All right, man, like dude, like calm down. But yeah, no, I this whole episode did really go by quick. It it felt like it went super fast, but in reality, it you know, 
it was over 40 minutes long. And only a, I thought it was only a 37 minute episode with credits. Like credits at the end turned it into 40 something. Was it? Yeah, 39 looks like 39 minutes. Oh, okay. But 40 including with the credits. I I don't include the uh oh, the okay, free okay. like yeah, free yeah, yeah. or anything. Oh, okay. Like okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. That so rewinding there. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook user says Carson is becoming the Wong of Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. I can right. see that. <laughs> I mean, Phil Coulson was that before Wong, you know, was Wong. I'm just saying. But, but yeah. Um, well, Rosario Dawson is that for the Defenders on the true. Netflix shows. True. Uh, Mob Rule says Skeleton Crew is so interesting when it comes to fitting into the Mandoverse. It could yeah. Be. And I love how we talk about it every episode because no one's really talking about that show right now. So, man. Not I, even Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm i very, very excited for it. I just don't know when it's going to come out anymore. But with, but with the writer strike being over, that's a good sign. Um, uh, because we are one step closer to things getting back on track, thankfully. Um, because these shows would not be possible without the people that actually work on them. So, man, we are so close to kind of getting back on track and, and no more delays, hopefully. You know, that's kind of the dream because we were supposed to get Skeleton Crew like in November and then shortly after was going to be Acolyte and then Andor Season 2 and then and then Bad Batch Season 3 and then Tales of the Jedi Season 2. So, you know. I can't wait for more Star Wars. This just makes me more excited for 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 more Star Wars. It's sure. it's going to be great. Yeah. I I wonder if the strikes, if all the strikes are cleared up and they're ended by October, will that maybe allow Disney to move Skeleton Crew back to this year at some point? If so, it would probably happen like at the like Christmas end of the time. Year. Yeah, Christmas time, like yeah, New give Year's. us a Christmas present, Lucasfilm. Come on, please. And our, that... our great. Patron Liam McCallion says, I just don't think you can do Thrawn and Others Justice if this goes straight into a single movie. I kind of agree. Uh, a trilogy would be different. Um, I think we're going to continue on, if not with Ahsoka, with something else. And it's it's going to be a continuation of the stuff that we've seen, even if it's in an indirect way. Uh, I think that's what the plan kind of is. And Jorge on YouTube says, will we see the Mandalorian? I don't think in Ahsoka. But the the it was mentioned, which is yes. cool. Really I cool. love that. I love that because we now know... we get a timeline yes. <laughs> where we are. <laughs> because all of this it is happening around the same events as season three, so we know that now where we are at in that episode it's that past. that's already happened. It's yeah, past. It's done. Three. Um, which again, it's crazy because Carson was actually a was in that show a lot he was in like like three or four episodes of that show so <laughs> they so so the fact that that he just kind of stood up and and was like what about the attack of mandalore what about that and it was like oh okay we know exactly where we are now and we actually were talking about it during the pre-show of where there's the theory of in season three of mando when they're going through hyperspace and Gro grogu looks out and he sees the purgle that that that's Ahsoka on her way 
Um, to, <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. So just everything ties in together. That's basically all of what they're trying to tell the audience. I've been like, this is all connected. So some people have looked at certain frames and they swear they see an N1 fighter. I have saw that. that. Yeah. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a little bit stretch. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's a stretch. I think that's definitely a clickbait theory, but yeah. because you know some people are like oh yeah like i've scanned it over and over again and that's definitely it i'm like no dude you're just doing this for views but yeah yeah, yeah. if that... we were like other channels we would put that as like the thumbnail <laughs> and in one fighter found that'd be the title yeah and we yep. would talk about how no it wasn't found yeah uh so mob rules on youtube says writer striked end wednesday that it is tentative to end at 1201 a.m tonight pacific time i believe let's uh, go uh, Scampoli25 says, I thought Balin was going to back for Shin, but it seems like he didn't show up. He's after something. What could it be? Yeah, it seems like he maybe he really doesn't have like that bond, that emotional tie to Shin. So, um, he's got the he just kind of gave her up. Yeah. yeah, I thought her reaction was very interesting of just being like, Oh, you're leaving me. Okay, but again, it's maybe. He, maybe it's her upbringing like she's very conflicted she really doesn't know could how to been, react I, I that it's the only one of those scenes that i was like this could have been better it could have been like her just realizing and then he like cuts off her braid and then she's like yeah yep it's my time now and i was like oh my gosh bro so close <laughs> so yeah close. oh man no no like oh man uh, now that you said the whole thing of where he turns around and and like he could have cut off her braid that that would have been a really great moment because that would have showed um, the audience that he actually did really care about Shin as mm -hmm. his apprentice. Exactly. Right. But the fact that he kind of felt like a, like a, Hey, I'm leaving you. Here's some advice. See a piece to me. That wasn't really a proper ending um, yeah. to their farewell. But again, Maybe Balin is playing the long game. Maybe he might see her again. Maybe, you know, he's because to me, it seems like he is a man with a plan, but he's playing it close to the chest. So we don't know what it is. Hopefully we find out in the next episode. That's what I'm saying is I yeah. think that it's only him. Yeah, because he probably would have included other people in this plan, especially Shin, but he didn't. So I think it is only him who can go on this, whatever it is. My guess is that it's a suicide mission. That's my guess. He didn't want to put Shin in danger that way because he knew she wouldn't come back from it. So you think I think he knows cycle, what he's getting he's himself into. So you think to end the cycle, he's going to go try and kill Thrawn? Is that your? No, yeah, I don't think he has anything to do with Thrawn now. I, I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, I think he. What, what just popped in my head right now? I think he's trying to become a Force ghost. I think that's what's happening. Exactly. Really? That's exactly okay. what I thought too. Yeah. Uh, Sage West on YouTube. He's giving his personal opinion here. Marvel and DC have been struggling, but Star Wars will always rise to the top. Have yet to be disappointed. Jorge Hernandez Gonzalez on YouTube says it's like poetry. It writes itself. Ha 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 ha. This Facebook user says, what about the droid attack of the Wookiees? I didn't say it like Coyote Mundi at all, but. That's an excellent point. Where where were the Wookiees in this episode? I'm just kidding. No. Um uh no. Oh man, I again where this was episode. Gundor? Yeah. The, 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 this episode just makes me more excited. Like 
for the future of Star Wars. Like it's there's so many possibilities. And I know Josh and I haven't really talked about it, but Josh, how excited were you about all of the all of the Zeppo hieroglyphics that were found in the last episode? Oh yeah, I love it. Like oh my anything gosh. to do that okay, so whatever we're getting into, and I really like this era of Star Wars, it's super like spiritual and mystical, and I love that. Prequels is politics and explaining things. This it has <laughs> mystery to it, and I yep. love it. I'm like, this is like original trilogy. The force was mystical. I don't want it explained. I know that the most people in Star Wars love these kinds of things explained. It's not not for me. So these kinds of episodes. Which I understand how much people are getting annoyed with. It's like, what what's Balin's plan? Just give me the plan. I'm like, if the payoff is good, all of this is worth it. And the yes. journey has been worth it. And this is why I'm not mad at this episode, but I understand why people won't like it as much as the last two banger episodes that we've had. It's hard to like compete with that. And then we need to get where our characters are currently. They're split up from each other or they're together right now. So that we can get into whatever comes in this next episode. And I'm completely fine with it. Yeah. I like this idea right here. This Facebook user says her braid will be cut off by Ahsoka. That would be cool. But it seems like really far away from that actually happening. Uh, But I would love for Shin to come over to the light side. But it just seems like she's just too off kilter a bit. And too far gone. I think she's going to do something on the lines of kind of what of what uh kylo ren went through of where she will do something that she thinks that will maybe you Sabine know kind saves of, her well i think sh- i think shin will do something that will kind of in her mindset will be something that's going to help her path down to the dark side because again balen just kind of was just like all right bye you're done and now she's again even when Balin was there, she already seemed conflicted. So she's in, she, she's going to be even more conflicted now. So now you have to think of what's her journey going to be? Is she just going to kind of stick with the whole I'm going to join the new empire thing? Or is she going to be like, no, I'm doing my own thing. I'm leaving this. Bye. Because I could see her going down the path like Kylo Ren did of where she does something so bad where, where she is so unbalanced. Uh, just like Kylo of when he killed his dad of, of, of when he killed Han Solo to where she, she won't even be able to function. She won't really know the right from wrong. And then maybe she might claim the higher power kind of like, you know, Kylo Ren did, you know, it all rhymes. I, I could see it going down that path. Uh, but again, you know, who knows? Dave, Dave Filoni is a genius and he could just throw a curveball and when, when we'll never see it coming. So who knows? Yeah. Lee McCallion and YouTube. So the troopers are real. No zombies or like Moroc. No, I, I mean, we didn't see their helmets come off. So no. I can't say that they're not zombies specifically. <laughs> okay. So Very I kind well of coordinated zombie. Okay. So <laughs> The reason why that I thought the whole zombie theory for the stormtroopers was very interesting was because people, I guess, kind of forgot that when the ship and rebels went into hyperspace of the Chi- uh, of the Chimera went into hyperspace, you know, it wasn't just the bridge, right? Like stormtroopers were everywhere in that Star Destroyer. 
those stormtroopers have most likely have been just kind of hanging out and waiting and they really didn't know what to do. We still don't know how Ezra escaped the Star Destroyer. I, I, I think a great way to open the of, of the next episode is to maybe show the Chimera coming out of uh, coming out of hyperspace and, and maybe crashing into the planet. And then and then Ezra kind of escapes and, and does his own thing. And then we open to up to an older Ezra kind of finding out that he may not be able to go home. I think that would be a great way to kind of fill in that gap and then kind of tie back in, into the present of what's happening in the show. Yeah, very, very cinematic opening that would be. Yeah. Um, are they going to drop a lot of dough on this last episode? I hope. Um, I haven't heard anything, but... I mean, it's Rick Famuyiwa. It's the last episode of Ahsoka. Many opportunities to do some big-time stuff here. Uh, Noah says, uh, Senator uh, Ziono's character in this series really reminds me of Boris Faye from Legends. Anyone familiar uh, with Borsk? Can you elaborate, Noah? Wait. This is the same Noah that like kept us hanging during the pre-show. Come on, man. He really didn't keep us hanging. We were talking about Phantom Menace, and I was going to say it out loud, but I was just like, well, maybe he's referencing something else. But it was TPM all the way. Facebook user says, a man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Does that mean anything to anyone? <laughs> no. Is, is that like a uh, Van Halen reference? Um, per... Star Destroyer, isn't it like 25,000 troopers? Something like that. Or something staff. So I, I, originally, I feel like a lot of people were like, uh, all these people must be zombies because there's so many of them. But I mean, if it's 25,000, that's not that many left. And it makes sense because I know a lot of people were referencing um, Ezra's like chainmail. Yeah. And how it's like the tags of the troopers. Yes, that's something that we didn't talk about in the pre-show. I was going to mention that. But yeah, people have said that those dog tags that the stormtroopers have were mm -hmm. cobbled together and made into chainmail. That's that's actual chainmail you see that Ezra's wearing in the last episode at the end. So I, think, I thought that was... Yeah, that was like another reason why I think a lot of people were like, if he has so many, then they all must be dead. And I was like, yeah. okay. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's like there's 25,000 to a whole thing. So I think it makes yeah. sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tito uh, Rivera from YouTube says, do you guys think Leia will be in the finale pregnant? Uh, I'm not quite sure if we're ever going to see Leia in one of these TV shows. And I think we talked about in the pre-show that Ben Solo would be around four or five years old at this point. Yes. Um, so unless she had, she was pregnant with another kid. I mean, that would be a curveball. Um, Mobrel says, Mon Mothman just made me want and or more. Genevieve O'Reilly, she is just like the perfect, okay. the perfect Mon Mothma. Question. Does it throw you off that she's playing young Mon? Uh, yeah. Does it throw you off that she's playing the younger version and the older version after Return of the Jedi or not at all? Not at all because no. I mean, it's, yeah, it's She's not a main character. She's a she's a supporting character, and we all love the story that she heard. She was originally in Revenge of the Sith. She was in a deleted scene. She was cast as Mon Mothma when she was younger, and now she's kind of aged into the role perfectly. I think if you're talking like the difference between the timeline of Andor and now, 
Not so much because what we see in Andor, it's all very high fashion. Yeah. Because she's not where she is now. And where she is now, it's always these like straight robe, same thing you've seen before. Like it's very drab colors in comparison. Yeah. And even the way that she talks is different in comparison to how she used to. So I'm like, it doesn't really throw me off. Like if I'm looking at her face, I'm like, yeah, okay, you would have a bit like more changes, but I don't think that it's really throwing me off. It necessarily okay. where I go. These are way. This is a big time gap. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I. Again, I thought that the way that they kind of did that scene too of the trial was just kind of super quick and sweet, and it wasn't over the top. It didn't kind of drag on. It got directly to the point. Uh, again, no one is talking about about Admiral Akbar though. I was so <laughs> I'm sorry. I was so excited. I was like that's Admiral Akbar. But uh but yeah, so yeah, man. No, I was excited I... about the uh, the uh, Celestian without the headpiece. We saw his like bald head. Oh, I was like yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz of it it had like the weird mutton chops too, right? Uh no, that was a, that was a different species are, are we talking about the one that was on the the guy like nine them yeah yeah no i i i i thought they had mutton chops no, no the he has well they have big lips oh, okay yeah Hang on. uh awesome parker on youtube says this was a pretty good episode just finished it kind of feel weird about ezra but he did give me the same feel as a blind guy from rogue one a bit and i believe he chimes in right afterwards and he uh he means uh sure it m way I believe his name was yeah from Rogue One. Um, yeah, I mean he didn't want to use a lightsaber. He told Sabine, "It's your lightsaber." No, and Sabine kept on trying to hand it to him, which I was like, "Take the lightsaber, man! I want to see some awesome like lightsaber artistry and skill here." But he didn't want to do it. He figured Sabine would need it, and I think she did in the battle with the stormtroopers. Um. Jorge on YouTube says maybe Balin will sacrifice his plan, his lust for power to save Shin and redeem himself. That is a possibility, man. Because, I mean, there's, like Colin said earlier, there's a lot of conflict in him. Uh, possibly there's there might be conflict in Shin, maybe more so in Balin than Shin. I could see him doing like a 180 and thinking and rethinking his life, basically. And but I don't know. I want to see what this thing he's after. I need to. We need to see mm -hmm. get closure on that. I want to see what this. I mean, it's going to be eight episodes into it when we're finally going to find out. Hopefully, that would be a shame if we didn't. That would be weird. But um, Sage West says, uh, "Heading out. Can't wait for next week's episode. Can't wait for the review." Yeah, thanks a lot, Sage, for all the listens and views on YouTube. Um, Facebook user says Thrawn was a man with a plan. Uh, this other Facebook user says that uh, Filoni supposedly has always wanted to do an heir to Fortune Empire project. I can see Shin is acting like a Mara Jade mashup. Uh, we do have all the heir to the Empire dialogue uh, that we got in the marketing. And then people are thinking that Filoni film is going to be called heir to the Empire, which I wouldn't be mad at that because that's that's a really cool. That'd be a really cool title. But uh, it is a phrase. I hope so, man. More Star Wars, man. More <laughs> movies. It's like, come on, man. Let's let's. And if yeah, the I first part is like, like great, oh my gosh, the wait for it would be 
insane the lead up to that movie. I would I wouldn't mind Star Wars going from trilogies to two parters. That that would be really cool. I mean, it did the story would totally have to dictate it, but mm-hmm. and Filoni I trust still. I mean, Filoni I think he's he's given us a great TV show that he's written all by himself, and he's utilizing his characters that he had in animation, and I I like it. I, I like what's what what he's doing, what he's approving here. Uh, Austin on YouTube says, am I the only one who feels Ezra gave off uh, Sharut M-Way vibes? No, no. I mean, I so I, I definitely feel it, but I don't know. I was kind of bummed that he wasn't using his lightsaber. Yeah. It just kind of felt... No, all I need is the force, okay, buddy? Yeah, and yeah, and <laughs> and then Shin just launches That, that made me laugh so boom. hard. <laughs> but I, the cool detail that I really liked is when... He goes and uses it on Shin, and her like lightsaber like gets yes. pushed back. I love I that. Like, Ooh, that's a cool effect. I really liked that. Yeah, that's how powerful he is. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, it looks like Austin Parker also says on YouTube. Also, do you guys feel like Hu Yang may sacrifice himself for the group? Not sure, but just kind of feels like that may happen. That or he joins with Luke. I don't want to see him sacrifice himself. I like David Tennant in Star Wars, so I personally I, I don't want to see that. I mean, I just because he's a droid, he can always be rebuilt, and you know that's pretty much what happened in the Clone Wars of when we first meet him. Like he just gets like scrapped to hell, and they had to like rebuild him. So if that happens, they can always rebuild him. I mean. Yeah. Look at what happened to IG-11, you know? Yeah, that's the advantage of having a beloved droid. You could technically shoot them up and then put them back together again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the fact that, yeah, honestly, David Tennant has crushed it yeah. this entire show. I can't believe that, how good he is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he, he is fantastic. I think him uh, doing the Clone Wars was even just a treat because he would still talk to it like today if he wasn't part of Ahsoka being like, and I was part of Star Wars. But the fact that now he's, you know, doing this and, and on, on a scale as big as Ahsoka is, is incredible. And he's crushing it. And then he's, and then he's coming back as Dr. Who like of, of, of this winter. So it's like, boom. Yeah, Can man. We... Yeah. I hope he's in Japan so when we're there. I hope oh, we get to see so him. Good. So good. I would, I would totally probably yeah. want to do a photo op with him. Yeah. Um, this Facebook user says the last Jedi should have used Admiral Ackbar instead of Holdo to do the hyperspace jump. Uh, if <laughs> don't get Colin started, that that's exactly what I said. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Mob rules on YouTube says Ezra's new saber will sell more merch for the movie. Yeah, Ezra. What if Ezra takes Balin's belt buckle and uses that hyper crystal? <laughs> Well, her lightsaber is very similar to Kanan's lightsaber. Yeah. What happened to Kanan's lightsaber? We think it's Shinhati. That's burned. He's using. I remember. I mean, he did he have it? Oh man! No, shoot, guys, I feel so bad. No, someone in the comments say say something. Well, yeah, I mean, Shin, if you look at Shin's saber, it looks like Kanan's. It just yeah. repurposed. Yeah. So, 
Uh, this Facebook user says, I was expecting Ahsoka to give Ezra a different lightsaber from her ship. Yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. Facebook oh, yeah, user. you see that in like the, she's yeah, a bunch yeah, of the training balls and then the Nintendo cartridge crate. Um, Scampoli25, Balin was like, Shin, you're too dark side for me. See ya. I'm going to talk to some force creatures. Oh, uh, okay. So, Kanan's lightsaber um, uh, was actually in, in the hands of Governor Price. That's right. Because after the explosion. So, the Empire actually right, had it. Right. The handed it. Yeah. Right, right. So... There's no way that Shin would have really been able to grab it because of because of Balin and Shin came out from the unknown regions or wherever they were hiding in order to get it because they weren't in league with the Empire. So I don't think that would be Kanan's lightsaber. I think Kanan's lightsaber is there somewhere. I think if they do get back to Lothal, I think maybe that might be a gift waiting for him. We took all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. Of of Kanan's old lightsaber, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's probably like singed, but yeah, sure. I I mean, there's always that possibility. Or he could take Kanan's Kyber crystal. Either way, I think something like that would be very very cool to see. Uh, Jorge says on YouTube, could I, I think that he means Callus return to save them in the last episode, or maybe they will go through the world between worlds and leave Hu Yang behind. Uh, from everything that Felonius says, he's not going to treat the world between worlds as like a, um, as something like very uh, kind of um, just something that's used to take a shortcut through time per se, yeah, and and like a time machine type of plot device. Yeah, I mean, I again, the world between worlds has purpose, and in the first time that we saw it in Rebels, it was to help Ezra let go of his pain of losing um uh of losing uh Kanan but also that was a way for Ahsoka to return and then you had in episode five of Ahsoka you know you have that again but that was to teach which I know Josh doesn't like this lesson but it was to I mean because of we pretty much saw it in Obi-Wan Kenobi but we saw it in a different way in this episode was Ahsoka letting go of what Anakin became and to move forward from that. Uh, so I don't think, I, I think it would kind of kind of tarnish of what the world between worlds is, which is a teaching method. It's kind of to help you cope with things. And 
and it's very tempting as well because it's like the answer is right there. I could solve it the quick way, but if I do so, I could hurt, you know, the ones I love or, you know, or I could change the course of the future by me being selfish. So I think if they use the world between worlds as, hey, I'm just going to take a shortcut and arrive in Coruscant and explain that Thrawn is coming. I think that would just be kind of like, oh, that's lazy writing. And we know that Dave Filoni is not a, a lazy writer. So um, I don't think that would be it. Uh, and Callus, uh, really quick, I think it would kind of be like, oh, you, you came in the last episode. I mean, that's kind of how I feel unless it's a quick cameo. Because it's like, where's Callus been? Because that would just answer. I mean, that would just bring up another question. I would wait to have Callus until the actual movie, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. Facebook user says, if you want a sequel movie instead of a trilogy, then the Filoni movie could be Dark Force Rising, Book Two, in the Heir to the Empire trilogy. Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. I do it. So, this is also something that we were talking about before the. Um, before the uh actual show um of, of 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 before this episode came out which was and i know david says something but Josh, i i, I want to hear your opinion is what would you call the because we we have the prequels we have the originals and we have the sequels what would you call this kind of timeline mandoverse just simple as that okay i, I don't I mean it, it doesn't have i don't think it has like a uh, you would you'd say like post empire. I uh, like I, I there's mean, really like a defined name. The era is New Republic. Yeah, I just want something to kind of like roll off the you know tongue more because Babylonian verse. Well, let's see. <laughs> I don't you... think that. Well, we already have a prequel. We already yeah. have a sequel. I don't think there's really. We need a squeakquel. I don't. It doesn't In have the a... <laughs> <laughs> There's there's nothing gonna roll off the tongue that I think that would fit. Uh, all right um yeah yeah no comment let's move on <laughs> yeah jorge on youtube says please let's not talk about the last yeah Jedi. no let's just move on laughing emojis uh awesome parker on youtube says i feel we may see anakin one more time during episode eight but it almost feels like it's the last time from the episode as ahsoka said this was the last one he made uh going back to maybe what you guys said earlier about him him wanting to be a force ghost i i could see maybe anakin talking to ahsoka as a, 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 a as a force ghost one last time or something like that and then ahsoka walks away and then and then balin is there and then he like you know tries to talk to anakin and maybe anakin might take him on and like you know kind of train him or balin could be a ghostbuster and he has a machine and you know, i'm just kidding but yeah no um i could see something like that happening be, be because we don't know what his what his endgame is, but I I suspect it would him trying to take down Thrawn just because of his comment before where he wanted to end the cycle. Yeah, Hore on YouTube says or maybe a lightsaber since she has two. Yeah, I mean Ezra with a white blade, possibly. I mean, I guess did you, that would. Did you did you like when they were like, oh, and we took down the Emperor? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, um, uh, when uh, when they said that, Brooke and I, Brooke and I looked at each other be uh, because of she. She was like, well, that's what people say, 
and, I, and, 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 the, and the thing that pops in my, my head is just that line from episode nine. was like somehow Palpatine returned. And I'm just like, Oh no, come on. I love so, that little winky uh, face at the audience. Oh, man. For that one. That Wait, fun. I'm kind of lost. What are we talking about now? <laughs> when, um, when Ezra and, uh, Sabine had that conversation yeah, about yeah. his power falling. Yeah. yeah. What was wrong with that? Cause, the, cause she's the, like, matter of fact. We, we we took down the emperor and the emperor's dead and then she's like well i don't know maybe and i was like <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i didn't even think about that okay. <laughs> i was like <laughs> that was like another nod in the wing to the fans maybe i don't know man maybe yeah i've only been like that so much yeah be um, yeah be uh, yeah, because of the line is 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 her saying i mean hey that's what people say and so it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, all right, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, man, uh, Mob Rule says Akbar versus Thrawn in space battle would be awesome. And we, man, they had we tactical might get brilliance. It. We might get that. I would be so happy. That that would Akbar be the redemption survives. story for me. That would be the redemption story for for me because what we could have gotten for him in the Last Jedi. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh! It was right there. It was right there, and they didn't do it. Well, so we it's... almost got a mention of Batu, almost, almost, oh. because when? of the whole conversation of him talking about Anakin and right. realizing, okay. yes, yes, who Anakin is to him. I was like, yeah, please just say something, please. His <laughs> his, his reaction was just awesome said, to me. My first encounter yeah. with that guy was on Batu, and I would have been so. Like, yeah. I am going to make a video about that later because even though he didn't say anything, he said a lot of, of where he was doing research and he was kind of looking at the thing and, and, and was just like, Hennigan Skywalker w was his master. And, uh, and he just like kind of paused and did that reaction. And I was with Josh. I was the same way. I was like, just mention, just mention Batu because um not only did the first time they met each other yep. yeah not only did thrawn go with anakin to the planet of Batu during the clone wars but he went back to the planet during the galactic civil war with him as darth vader and thrawn knew that he was anakin but he was playing a game like with darth vader of saying like you know i i i know who you are but i'm not gonna say anything and and uh and thrawn is one of the only people people that vader has spared um uh for someone that that actually knew who, who he was because he had that reputation to the audience of if anyone knew that vader was anakin he would kill him i'll say so given all of that though wouldn't thrawn know at that point that he was ahsoka's master well, again, that what, what do you what do you mean? Because so he you mentioned he went on two missions with them as Anakin and as Darth Vader. I don't think suit. that his research into who Vader is extended so far back to understanding. Because I know that it was written like it's like it was just a click connection that it's oh this is Anakin. It's not like I'm going to go and research him, even though that's what Thrawn does. Whereas yeah. when he reaches researches Ahsoka now. And figures it out i was like yeah. are we gonna get the i know this person i know that person thing please but they didn't, they didn't do that but you you can definitely see that he's like oh i know that guy i was like that's cool yeah so yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I love that reference. Again, just more more small hints like that just make me happy because it's like boom, it's all connected. This is all connected. So even though he didn't say anything to me, he said a lot of of of, of just that one small scene. So I love that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I love this episode. I did feel like it went by super quick. But oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I can't I can't wait until next. All of week. our characters in the right yeah. places where they need to be. Yes. Uh, something excited about next week uh, is that we are going to be doing our reveal of who won our giveaway, um, and it's a good one. So if you haven't signed up yet, sign up because it's a good one. What's um, the giveaway? It is the Haslab Ghost. I don't know if it's so if, expensive. Yes. Goodness, I want that. Yeah. Uh, but that is an item that I guess a lot of people Sheesh. were super, super excited for. Um, yeah. So if you if you haven't yet, you away for you you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel and you also have to follow us on Instagram as well. So so if yeah. you haven't yet, go do it. Do Austin it. Parker on YouTube says Thrawn would have wiped the floor, to be honest, though, with I guess he's a saying Akbar. Um well, I don't know. I mean, oh, if- <laughs> no, you did not just say that, Austin. Are you kidding me? No, I mean I, I get it because Thrawn's smart, but I think Admiral Akbar <laughs> is so smart versus underrated. fish. Who win? Whoa, man, whoa. <laughs> the blue man versus the fish. Mm. Yeah. Akbar just like reaches his like fins around his neck and just drowns Thrawn. And that's the name of the next Star Wars movie. Blue Man versus the Fish. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> very, very Guillermo del Toro-esque. Yeah. Uh, um, which I still can't believe that he was actually going to direct a Jabba the Hutt film. Deserved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have been so great. Yeah. The uh, the In-Betweeners. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, I I don't know about y'all, but I would love to see a Star Wars movie about the virus the Stormtroopers got that made them, uh, that made them into zombies, but have, have it stem from this universe we are currently in. So Austin's referring to the original uh to the original Death Troopers um because that's what they were called. Um and basically it sounds exactly, you know, of of the description because it's just like a zombie and then they like their helmets are kind of like all kind of more like kind of cracked and everything and you like kind of see like zombie eyes and stuff that that costume actually is still approvable for the Bible first as well. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a group of zombie cosplayer stormtroopers that go to yeah, celebration. We saw them. Yeah. 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 They're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. To take uh, photos with and Yeah. I think I took several photos with them. Uh, Scampoli says, I loved Ezra being slightly annoyed. Ahsoka took her on as an apprentice. Very Ezra. It was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. You? Really? <laughs> man, I mean, no one like believes in this face. chick, man. I feel so bad for her, man. No one believes in her. She's got to believe in herself. Well, you. There is a theory that that my wife was uh, talking to me about of hers, which is this whole journey will lead to her of being like, you know what? I'm not meant to be a Jedi. I will go back to being full out, like to of 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 being like a full Mandalorian. And then that will lead her to go to the planet Mandalore and maybe, you know, go to her place with Bo-Katan and the rest of the Mandalorians. And then maybe Bo might take Sabine under her wing and then, you know, boom, there you go. She will be a full Mandalorian again. 
Or it's the exact opposite. And she goes oh. with Ahsoka and gets properly trained. And we don't see her till the next movie. All right. But mm-hmm. she comes back. She knows what she's doing. And she would be the perfect blend of a Mandalorian yeah. and a uh, Jedi. She also missed a bunch of her shots, too, um, in that chase. I'm not sure if you guys noticed that. But she on the used to be. Thing. Right. But she used to be <laughs> a better shot, though. She She was a great shot in Star Wars Rebels. So she's kind of it's been a less than a week for these guys. I mean, she hasn't been doing any battle stuff for like 10 years. I'll let it I'll let it be peace. Okay. Same yeah. thing with Ezra being like, I ain't touching that thing. I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll just use what I know. <laughs> uh so Thrawn, Balin, and Rava. Um, it sure seems like everyone knows Darth Vader was Anakin. Yep. Yes. So cringe. It's it's <laughs> It's a great area because Vader didn't. Um, so Thrawn t- to me was the only one that Vader actually knew that he knew. But Balin and Rava, he didn't know that Rava knew. He didn't know that Balin knew. If he found out that they knew, then he will kill them. That was very um, to the point and and in in the books and other media. Um, and he, you know. For Thrawn, Thrawn's a very interesting villain, and I really like how he's um, he he tries to stay one step ahead of the game, and um, and when he knows something, he will kind of he's to me of when he knew that when when he knew that Anakin was Darth Vader, it was like he was poking the bear because in the book he it really says you know things like you know that he would kind of play games with vader being like do you remember that one time when when you and i came back to this planet and then vader would have no comment and he's like oh i was mistaken so he he kept playing games like that with him which was you know it it it, it was a very thrown thing to do because it's like he knows he's right but he wants to have the other person admit that that he is right so it's um, that's one thing that I, that, that I like about Thrawn is that he doesn't give up and, and even if he's losing, he still thinks he's winning. So, you know, if that didn't tell you not to give up on your dreams, I don't know what does guys, I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, I was surprised to see that they didn't delete Ahsoka, uh, files referencing her old master. I would have thought that Vader would have taken that down. Well, they could have been hidden in the Jedi Temple. Maybe Ahsoka went back and grabbed it. I mean, again, maybe they just already had them. And I mean, they were like not on their uh, Jedi intranet. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Noah on YouTube says, uh, Do they say the book where Thrawn met Anakin, what time it took place during the Clone Wars? Perhaps it was set after Ahsoka left the order. No, uh, it was not. It actually happened um, during the early stages because the book cover uh, of when they actually went to Batuu was Anakin wearing his Clone Wars armor mm-hmm. um, from the first couple of seasons. So it was happening um, during the prime of the Clone Wars. Yeah. And, and to me, it, you would figure that Thrawn would research the people that he was closest to to, to know tactically if he needed to know uh how to win whatever battle he might encounter in the future with them 
But well, I suppose know. that's going to all tie in in the end where it's Ahsoka and Thrawn talking and he's yeah. going to bring up something. But of course, Thrawn isn't force sensitive, so he can't account for the fact that she's over a lot of things because she's had that interaction with Anakin. So something else as well is that Thrawn wasn't really, you know, during that moment, Thrawn was there for for his people. He was mainly there on that mission specifically for his people. So doing research in other people was probably the last thing on his mind um, be, because his overall mission really was protecting his people, um, kind of bringing them, you know, kind of back out of the shadows. So I, to me, that kind of explains it of why, you know, he didn't know that Ahsoka was his apprentice because he had other things on his mind and Anakin was not his priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Austin Parker says on YouTube, I hope Cal Kestis makes a live action appearance somehow, some way. Maybe he meets Ezra or goes to Luke's temple. That Did would you... be yeah. a good tie in uh, once this third video game is made that Dominic Monaghan yeah. or Cameron, not Dominic, that's Mary. <laughs> um, Cameron Monaghan uh, made the announcement, uh, I guess the quasi announcement that the third video game will be happening for Jedi Survivor. Let's go! I mean, we already suspected, but it's nice to get an actual confirmation. Um, and again, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the planet at the end of that game is in a different galaxy, correct? It's it's through... A, Tantalor is like through a yeah. different weird realm portal. It might just be... I can't remember if it's another planet the only way, but the only way to get there, you know how we had like a whole wayfinder thing? Yeah, it's yeah. the yeah. same kind of concept, but you have to go through like a tunnel. Because the because the planet Exegol and Rise of Skywalker was the same thing, but that was in the unknown regions. That was mm-hmm. like in, in the outskirts. So yeah. Hmm. Yep. So and much. one last thing, I do want to mention the gunships. We've never, I don't think we've ever seen those types of gunships before. It was like a evolution from what we saw initially in Attack of the Clones till which ones? The ones that are from Jedi Survivor. Those are from Jedi Survivor. The ones yeah. that have like the the the. Sun. Those were also yeah. In those from... Well, oh, okay. we haven't seen well, them in live action. So those actually came from the Clone Wars. We actually first saw that during the arc. Oh no 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 no! That's a hundred percent from. No, I, that's that's me when I when I go like this, and that's oh. your like pushing up glasses. Like actually, uh, well, actually, in Clone Wars season five, that is when we uh, see them when Ahsoka is on the run. Um, uh, but from... that's not live action, right? Have but we seen them in live action before? In in the Last Jedi on Canto Bite. Really. There, Weird. there were ships that looked very similar to them. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up here. I promise you, I'm not crazy. Hang on. <laughs> wow, I guess I must have missed that. Can't do All right, guys, I think that's pretty much it. Unless anyone else has anything they want to throw in there in the mix. So yeah, this was the director for tonight's episode, Gita Patel. I think she did a pretty good job. She's uh, done other series like House of the Dragon. And um, I liked the episode. I liked her work. Uh, and then next week will be the finale. 
And that episode is directed by Rick Famuyiwa and directed by Dave Filoni. And hopefully we get a resolution on Balin. I think that's all that we're kind of looking for at this point. And uh, to see if Thrawn stays stranded on Pridia or he makes it out like Colin thinks he is. <laughs> it'll be it'll be cool. But we did see Coruscant I... tonight. That was kind of yeah. surprising. The uh, the cityscape there. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw that, I I, I was like, uh oh. Because of <laughs> because of we talked about that during the pre-show of where thirty like, minutes how, of trial. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, how funny would it be if if it opened in Coruscant and they just started the trial and it went through yeah. the whole episode? And then sure enough, it opened in Coruscant. I was like, oh no, guys, yeah. I'm right again. Yeah. Oh no, but yeah. So I know I saw the preview for the the front of the episode and I was like, just a thumbnail. I was like, please, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just Mon Mothma. Yeah, oh, Senate Chambers. All right, guys. So, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, like what you're watching. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't. We're also on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on X at Stuff Pod. Thread Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Support us on Patreon. You can see the banner scrolling below. Someone asked that today in the pre-show. Sign up and you can uh, get some special podcasts, commentaries for Clone Wars, Rebels, other films, our entire archive that we've done for the past five years. Our stories, interviews, the works. Uh, we're also on TikTok. Just search up Star Wars Stuff Podcast. You can email us directly at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at Gmail. We're on Facebook. We have a group and a page. Write a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify. We greatly appreciate that. And just thank you to everyone out there listening to us every week. Uh, we do the pre-show, post-show for Ahsoka. We'll probably do that for every Star Wars Disney Plus TV show. Uh, so you can always find us here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Colin wants to say something. Uh, if you are on planet uh, on Batu tomorrow, um, uh, we have some of our podcast family that will be there from the Halcyon. So go and say hi to them. They will be dressed up as some Mandalorians, m- maybe a Trandoshian or, or Twi'lek. So if you see them, come and say hi. Uh, and then also for Instagram, if you want a chance to win that giveaway, go on there, see the rules, go and follow us on YouTube. That is one of the requirements. Go and check it out. I think that's everything. Max Rebo lives. Take it away. We also have a website. Oh, come on. StarWarsThePodcast.com. And that's every single place I believe you can find us. So for Josh, Colin, my name's David. And we will see you next Tuesday. And may the force be with you.